Hello, my name is Annie Healan. And I'm Anna Larkin. And I'm Orla Bergen. And today we are going to discuss the problems within FIFA. Now, if you don't know what FIFA is and you're not a major sports fan, FIFA is the organisation that is in charge of all the soccer teams global globally, like the national teams, the club teams. They're just over everything. They undersee fixtures and they're just the main ones in charge in the soccer world. Now... For some of you don't know, FIFA has some very controversial yes. stories and issues yeah. within it. And we feel like they aren't highlighted enough in today's media. So the first one we'll talk about is Annie's going to discuss with us here now. The first problem we're going to talk about is the Spanish kiss. Um, there's big uproar over this. Um, basically what it is, is uh, the Spanish Soccer Federation president, Luis Rabiles, Rabiles. Lewis, Lewis. <laughs> kissed Spanish so- soccer player Jenny Hermuso on the lips at the World Cup awards ceremony. So, you, if you haven't heard of this, being on a rock practically. Yeah, everyone has heard. Everyone of has heard of this. It's extremely controversial. Everyone has right their now. own opinions on it. Yeah. And so basically, she, he, we people don't know. Was it an act of him being a sexual assault, or was know. it? Or, or like, was what's it, your opinion on it? I think that it was sexual assault, and there is no excuse for why he did it. I don't think. I agree. Yeah. I agree with Orla, but I can also see other people's point of view. I understand why people would say, oh, they just won the World Cup. It's the biggest comp- competition of football. He should be happy. And I suppose that's where people are... Oh, pe- people are getting confused. And people like, are... Different yes. And people's, like, culture or, like, what you, what yes, you call it. Like, they're... Yeah, it's, it's so... Your people know that in, in Spain... People are more it's friendly. It's not unusual to like. It's not unusual to kiss your friends on the They're cheek, give them a hug. They're affectionate people, but I feel like personally, this is just this is overstepping assault. the boundary of of sexual assault. Yeah. And yeah. like, there had been many other accusations been made about Lewis. Yeah. Um, so that he touched people like in, in a sexual manner, inappropriately. Yeah. So that's just. I believe that this is just a chain of events, and if you can't put the dots together, then you're kind of you. What's what's wrong with you if you can't yeah. see that all these events are clearly linked? And Jenny Hermuso stated in an interview that it was a total spontaneous mutual gesture because of the intimate joy, immense joy that winning a World Cup brings. The president and I have a great relationship. His behaviour with all of us has been outstanding and it was a natural gesture of affection and gratitude. So that's a quote from Jenny herself. So are people thinking, Jenny probably doesn't have an issue with this, so why does the yeah. rest of the world feel that this is yeah. such a big issue? And personally, I believe it does come down to the cultural difference between countries such as the US and UK and Ireland. We ju- this just is a normal. I for think us. if it happened in Ireland, it'd be something a lot bigger because we're yeah. not as affectionate as yes. people in Spain. In Spain, I completely agree with yeah. that, Orla. Yeah. But anyways, so that's up to that's Lewis has apologized, and I'm I believe he yeah, stepped down. He did he step down. He did step down after p- people completely accusing, accusing him, yeah. him and trying to get him to step down. He refused for weeks, and then he decided that eventually um, he would step also down. Also, the mother of President Lewis went on a hunger strike in church because of it. Yeah. Now, I think that's oh, a bit that's dramatic ridiculous. now, to be honest with you. I feel like, come on. If, if yeah, your son's, get over yourself. Get over yourself kind of thing. Your Anyways. son was... If anyone was in the wrong, it was your son. Yeah, yes, exactly. I, I completely I agree, with, agree that. with that, Annie. So, we're going to move on now to the workers building the stadiums in Qatar. Now, I feel like we've all... I feel like this has gone completely underneath the media and people have not, like... 
Is spoken it, about it enough. Spoken about, about it enough. I, yeah. before, um, before watching maybe Dar- Gary Neville's documentary on it, where he went to Qatar, I, I didn't know that any of this was going on. I didn't, I didn't know that. So basically 6,500 migrant workers died in Qatar since Qatar was awarded the ability to host the World Cup. Now, 6,500. That's disgraceful. Yeah. Disgraceful. And they're all going out there and working. So these people are coming from countries such as India, Pakistan, Nepal, Bangladesh, and Sri Lanka. And they're all coming over in the last 10 years because it was such a big act to build all these stadiums in Qatar. They were yeah. so needed. So these findings were compiled from government sources. And the av- average of 12 migrant workers from these South Asian countries have died each week since really? the night in December in 2010 when Qatar was announced host. So when you think of 12 people each week... Each week dying. That's over one per day. That's nearly two people a day dying because of these... Yeah. Because of the absolute... Stadiums that aren't even a priority. Like, there's other priority. things in the world. And it kind of shows how people are pushing the wealth of a country before the people of the country. Yeah. And... I don't. I don't believe it's right in any way. I don't shape believe it's right either. And that's been talked about enough, and no one has been punished for it either. No, so. no, they haven't been. Eight hundred twenty-four deaths of Pakistani workers between twenty ten and twenty twenty. They're like eight hundred twenty-four. So that's from data from Pakistan. This that's Pakistan emb- embassy in Qatar. Like, that's completely madness. This bonkers. And this is just. If this was in Ireland, it wouldn't be happening. It's just. No. It's just proving that. These countries are able to hide it better in the media and get away with it, and I don't think anyone should be standing for this. And it's a disgrace surprised. to humanity. It, it is. It is. It's not protecting the rights of the worker, which is no. human rights is just completely out the window yeah. here. So the death toll is probably higher. Yeah. Not everything goes under thing, under the data, but data does not include migrant workers from countries such as Kenya and Philippines, and they make up a big portion of the workers that did do work on the stadiums in yeah. Qatar. And then thir- only 37 of these deaths were directly linked to construction, but 37, in my opinion, is still too many people Yeah, definitely. freakishly dying. Definitely. If you Google how you will die... No building, one should be dying on no. a construction. Do you, ever, do you ever hear someone dying building Wembley or building Anfield? No. You don't. It's just the human rights in these countries are just... Disgraceful. Disgraceful. Okay, the next problem that we are going to talk about is the difference between the payment for women and men soccer players. So for the World Cup 2023, it was announced that female soccer players earned 25 cents to the dollar of men in the World Cup. Now that is absolutely... Those figures... That is horrific. very bad. That is a quarter. A quarter. That is a quarter. It's very bad. So if a man is making a million a year, a woman is making 2,500 a year, and although there'll be a lot of And money, they're both doing the exact same thing. Exact same thing. And it just shows equal rights for men and women have been granted in the last 100 years, but you haven't been... They, we still haven't been treated the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, for the Women's World Cup prize money, FIFA was offering a total of 150 million. And for that's for the women, and then for the men, it was four hundred and forty million for the men's World Cup prize money. So what did you say? What that so was for the women? I said for women that was one hundred and fifty million compared to four hundred and forty million. That now, four hundred and forty million for men, and who, who, who in their mind would say that? Which, you do have to take in consideration that a lot more people do go watch they the do. men's games. They do, a lot more people they do go do. watch so men's games. People might want to give more money towards the men because they get more viewers. Yeah, yeah that, that is a good point, Danny. But 
it's how are, how are women meant to get the same chances if they're not the yeah. same funding? Yeah. So people aren't going to go watch the women's matches if the funding isn't there for them. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, Also, we know the most famous men's soccer player. Well, it's debatable, but Cristiano Ronaldo, he earned $173 million per year, while the most famous women's soccer player, Sam Kerr, um, earned 417000 a year. Four hundred seventeen thousand. That's a big difference. That, that is a big difference. It's it's about two hundred times more. Yeah, that is very big. That those figures when you put them side by side are absolutely astonishing. There. And I hope that listening to our podcast, you understood. You just realized the that point we're trying to the get point we're trying to make that FIFA they can't they can't get away with making these makes mistakes forever. They're they should be highlighted in the media more. They should be and. I don't action want, should be taken. Action exactly. should be taken against them exactly, Annie. So thank you all for watching our podcast. For not watching, for listening, listening to our, our podcast. podcast. We all appreciate it, and we hope that you have a good day. Bye. Bye. Bye.